you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Richard, thank you. This is the Jazz Joe Hall Show on 980 CKNW. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Ryan, did you do that? Did you produce that? Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> well done. Well done. I guess that's a new opening for the Richard Zussman segment. <laughs> Joining me now is Global BC legislator reporter Richard Zussman. Welcome, Richard. It's it's good to be next. I'm not sure I stack up with Pete Davidson in terms of the sort of impact I may have had on your life, Jazz, but it's nice to be next. I did not know they were going to do that at all. So, hey, welcome aboard. I know you and I have talked uh, about Surrey a lot, but I just wanted to go through a, a few numbers with you um, because, yes, Mike Farnworth, our Solicitor General, came yesterday, came out yesterday and said, look, continue the police transition of the Surrey Police Service and dump the RCMP. Brenda Locke, the mayor of Surrey, as we know, uh, says that uh, she is not happy. Uh, she has not spoken to the press, that she did send out a press release, of course. And in that press release, uh, quoted the Police Act, saying municipalities decide on what type of policing a community ultimately wants, uh, not the Solicitor General. Well, he disagrees, so be it. Well, lots of opinions on this issue, but I wanted to go through... Just a few numbers here with you, uh, and just bear with me for a second here. Now, in 2020, there was the Opal Report that estimated the transition for the Surrey Police Service it would cost about $40 million in one-time capital and transitional costs. The city maintains that capital items are estimated between 175 to $280 million. So significant difference in what the Opal report in 2020 said in this recent report from the city. Now, some of those costs can be amortized, but ultimately, between the Opal report's five-year projection and even the updated low estimate from the city, there is a difference of $135 million. If I took the $280 million the city says, which is the high end of their estimation, there's still a $240 million difference. Now, the reason I bring this up, we all know the province has offered $150 million to cover costs. Now, if it's there's a $240 million difference between the Opal Report and and the city report, uh, the 150 will not cover those costs. Now, the city has said, based on their own calculations, that only about 20, $150 million will only cover about 20% of the actual cost the city would incur if the transition to the SBS were to continue. Now, keep in mind, these are the city's numbers, but you see a fundamental separation between what the province says this may cost and what the city says it's going to cost. So huge, huge difference. Now today, Eric Woodward, uh, the mayor of Langley Township, was on with our colleague Mike Smith in regards to the overall policing situation for the region. And even he said that the SPS transition will cost taxpayers more. Take a listen. I talked to Mayor Locke on, on, you know, on occasions when we meet up uh, regionally and you know, I believe her and her council when they tell me it's going to be significantly more than $150 million, and it's only $30 million per year over five years. I understand there'll be significant upfront capital costs as well. So it's, it's really, it's, you know, it's about this assertion that it's not safe. If the, you know, I, I didn't, we weren't hearing that last November, and, and here we are. We have the province overruling a duly elected council and the decision that it has made. And it's concerning to me and, and a few other mayors that are wondering, you know, wh- where is this overreach going to stop? Now, yesterday, Mike Farnworth, the Solicitor General, was on this show after he made the, uh, the the initial announcement. I asked him whether or not there would be more money offered to Surrey beyond the $150 million. Uh, he gave me a broad answer. I then asked again, I just want to reiterate, will there be uh, any money, extra money, for Surrey beyond the $150 million? 
Take a listen to his answer. He made the uh, the $150 million offer based on numbers provided by the uh, the city of Surrey uh, in their report that we received back in February. I think to get to the full transition, uh, taking about three years. Uh, so that $150 million is there to deal with those costs. The $150 million is there. Uh, I have said uh, it's there in the past. Uh, that's there for the city of Surrey even though there have been times when they said, well, no, it's just pie in the sky. No, that money is there for the uh, for the city of Surrey. That money is there, but no uh, inclination from him saying, we're going to give you any more. So hence, a huge difference in what the city says this transition is actually going to cost, and even the money the province is offering, which means BC taxpayers are still dragged in. But do, I mean, he didn't give me a clear answer saying 150 is the clear defined amount. He appeared to me certainly to give himself a bit more wiggle room that perhaps they may be able to provide a little bit more money. So that's a long introduction to get to you, uh, Richard, but I wanted to make sure we had the numbers straight. Uh, your thoughts on this? I mean, do you think this is going to cost more money beyond the $150 million, uh, that uh, the province is offering? I do. And there's a lot to unpack here, Jess. Like you mentioned right off the top, this issue of the police act, what the mayor fails to understand here is one of the provisions in the police act is municipalities make the decision, but ultimately it's about public safety. And it was clear the RCMP could not provide that moving forward with staffing challenges. Let's put it aside. I know we want to focus on the money. I believe it's going to cost more than $150 million, but ultimately that was the price tag put on the table by the city. And when these promises were made all the way back, when Doug McCallum was mayor of Surrey, it was clear from the province that in making this change, these are costs that must be bore by the city of Surrey. And yes, a lot has changed since then, and the RCMP has had challenges, but ultimately the city must try to absorb this. What is the real number? I'm not sure it is ever going to become clear to us on exactly what the costs are when you talk about additional costs for staffing. The one thing that we don't acknowledge that often is the RCMP is in the midst of negotiating a new deal. They are going to get a significant raise, as we've seen in almost every unionized discussion over the last uh, year to two years, that gap is not discussed. You know what I mean? Like if, if mm-hmm. the Surrey RCMP remained, that those wage pressures would increase as well. I don't think the mayor factored in any of those costs. So it's complicated. And ultimately, the, the person that's going to end up paying for this is the taxpayer in Surrey based on their property taxes. But the reality is there is one taxpayer here, right? That if it's the city that gets you or the province that gets you, someone is going to ding you for these costs as everything is seemingly getting more expensive. I know, again, a bit of a convoluted answer here, but Mm -hmm. I believe that we are going to get to the point where it's going to cost more because everything is costing more. But ultimately, the $150 million was put in that report, submitted to the province as part of this conversation, and that is the the number the province decided to use because that was the one that they were given. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I think if you're another municipality or if you're just a B.C. taxpayer, you've got to be incredibly angry and saying, look, 
You're the city that chose this transition. You cover your costs. Why are you stick it to, sticking it to me as a Port Moody taxpayer, a Langley taxpayer, a Delta taxpayer, a Richmond taxpayer, a Prince George taxpayer? But, you know, you wanted to make the transition. Make the transition. I mean, there's got to be some pushback, not only on the Surrey, but even the provincial government saying, what are you doing here? That's their yeah. problem. Let them figure it out. I think this is the pushback we're getting from the minister. The challenge here is that Mayor Locke wants to frame this as a force being forced upon her. The reality is the promise she made in the last election was not realistic. There was not a path forward. And yes, it wasn't her choice, although we have to remember she was part of Doug McCallum's caucus when all of this started, right? She was elected under his banner as part Mm -hmm. of this promise to go to the Surrey Police Service. That was a decision that was made by a previous administration that was voted in, and they got it past the point of no return. And ultimately here now, because that council wasn't honest with the public and honest with the province. Oh, Richard. You're right. They should be the one that bear these costs. I know it's part of that team that originally forced us upon the city of Surrey. Yeah. Richard, thank you so much for your time. This is an interesting story. It's certainly not going anywhere. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this for many more weeks and perhaps months to come. That's for sure. Thank you so much. I'm going on vacation, Jazz, so we'll catch up when I'm done. I'm going down to Seattle to see the Blue Jays play. So maybe we'll check in from the border tomorrow because I'm guessing it's going to be insane, especially with that Taylor Swift concert happening in Seattle too. So. Oh, that's <laughs> happening too. We'll oh my soon. God. Talia Miller, one of our producers, is going it, down there as well. Yeah, that, that's and she's there for two nights Blue, as well. Blue Jays right? in Seattle. Taylor Swift in Seattle. Seattle says they're basically full for the weekend. So if you're thinking about going down, the city's full. Don't bother coming. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, thank you. Have yourself a wonderful, have, have Thanks, yourself a wonderful time.